Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Lash Tribe Show. In this episode, I am talking to the fabulous Lynn Podetti from Outsourcing Angel. We have known each other for quite a few years now, met through a mastermind that we were both in. And Lynn and another member of the mastermind actually got together to create an agency that now helps business owners across the globe to find perfect virtual assistants for them for their social media, for their emails, for um, client relations, anything like that. And I myself have hired quite a few VAs through the agency and I'm just so, so excited to share with you today some tips of when is the time to outsource and find someone to help you with your business? What are some issues you might run into? How can you train your VA? efficiently to work in your business and for you and what kind of relationship can you build with your virtual assistant as well having a va has been a game changer for me because she really takes away anything that i thought i could do myself um, but was too busy to do and she also has a completely different outlook to everyday tasks because I'm all over the place and shiny object syndrome like you'll see in the podcast um, and my VA is extremely targeted and systemized and strategizes everything and in this episode we are talking about just that so stay tuned but when it comes to the digital world outsourcing it really can be you can outsource anything that can be done virtually but in my world what i help with people with is marketing five minutes here five minutes there it should be fine but what happens when you add up all those five minutes is that it adds up to hours and days of your year and that's why people can't grow when you have a business that you keep on doing the things you can do it just robs you the opportunity to do the things that you should be doing that it's going to grow your business Hi everyone and welcome to the Lash Tribe Show. I'm here with Lynn from Outsourcing Angel. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually a, quick, a public holiday tomorrow. I'm glad that you're working like me. <laughs> I'm also working a little bit tomorrow, I think. <laughs> yeah, same. We're just yeah. passionate women that can't stop working, so it's a good thing. Yeah. So um, we've known each other for a while. Obviously, I've already introduced you, but um, for, for those of our listeners or viewers that have no no idea what you are doing just tell us a little bit about your story how you got started with outsourcing angel and what are you really passionate about yeah sure so i'm lynn Pedetti. i'm an italian no, i'm joking i'm vietnamese but i'm married to an italian um yeah i'm a mumpreneur so it's good that 10 years ago i decided to just take you know take that leap quit the corporate job because i did have a son i mean i still have that son he's i was a single mum back then and it really made me go you know what's important in my life i really needed that flexibility and so i quit my job back then started an e-commerce business but had no idea it was kind of like i just took whatever that came to me because I really hated, you know, working nine to five. And so I started my first e-commerce business and um, learned all these things about marketing. And, and once I got my website up, I'm like, how come no one's coming to my website? And it was kind of like step-by-step step discovery of what this digital space were. But with limited funds, luckily I came across outsourcing and, you know, using people from overseas. Cause at first I was using people from um, local, uh, from, you know, Australia, 
but you know, I didn't know what I was doing and I still wasted a lot of money. And so I stumbled across outsourcing and, um, you know, I still made mistakes like everyone else, but it became my passion. I really loved being able to create jobs for people in developing country, getting things done at a fraction of the cost. And I then turned it into a business and I started to have an agency. They're now turned into a recruitment agency, just purely helping businesses, business owners to how to delegate, outsource and, you know, earn that freedom for themselves. Yeah, I love that. Now, for those that are completely new to business, they're just starting out, they're starting to get a bit busier, they may not have any idea of what outsourcing actually means. Do you want yeah. to explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so when you think of outsourcing, sometimes you think of oh, Indian call centers and, you know, it's kind of like we, we don't know what we don't know and we just generalize one term as outsourcing some big corporations, outsourcing big call centers out there. But when it comes to the digital world outsourcing, it really can be, you can outsource anything that can be done virtually. But in my world, what I help with people with is marketing. So when it comes to your social media, maybe you're good at content writing, but you don't want to be bogged down in doing the scheduling and, and, you know, curating posts that someone at a cheaper rate can do for you. And, um, you know, sometimes people think of outsourcing as this kind of negative connotation, like we're ripping people off from overseas, but no, we're actually creating jobs for people living in developing countries and they get to earn a good living working from, from home while we also get to leverage off the labor costs that's overseas. And so when it comes to outsourcing, it's, you know, it's also for me, it's, it's like delegating. What can you delegate out of your tasks that you do every day in business and get someone else that could do it better and at a cheaper rate? Yeah, that's awesome. And when do you recommend people actually start to think about outsourcing? You know, um, let's assume I'm a business owner. I start to get busy. My clients are constantly in contact with me and I feel like I'm just a little bit under the water. You know, I'm struggling to have the time to actually re reply to people. My social media is kind of, left to its own devices. I'm not regularly posting, but I'm very, very pedantic about the things I want to do. Is it still time for me to outsource? Yes. So when it comes to outsourcing, we're already all outsourced, but it's just sometimes we don't realize what, what else can we outsource. So when we don't have the skill set like accounting, let's say, we'll first of all straight away get an accountant to set up our company and to do our GST. And then, or if we don't know, how, we don't have time for cleaning. We know we'd hire a cleaner, let's say. But then it's the everyday thing that you can do that people realize, think that just because you can do it, then they kind of kind of lose the opportunity because they're like, well, I can just easily like upload my own post or I can just easily respond to clients. So what is that going to take? You know, five minutes here, five minutes there. It should be fine. But what happens when you add up all those five minutes is that it adds up to hours and days of your year. And that's why people can't grow. When you have a business that you keep on doing the things you can do, it just robs you the opportunity to do the things that you should be doing, that it's going to grow your business. So my, my um, challenge is to outsource from day one. It's kind of like, how do I, how do you look into your business model and go, what can, I mean, you have to be brave here. You got to go, okay, I really can only do, I mean, because the thing is, if you have more time doing the high impact work like sales and getting out there networking, you're definitely going to be able to bring more sales. Now, the other part of, you know, maybe producing whatever you're doing internally, you can get that outsourced. But if you just get caught up with the, oh, but I don't, I'm scared that I won't make enough and I'm going to do it myself, then you're always stuck in that little, um, I guess, rat, that race. It's, it's like you never feel like you're getting out of it. 
for me from day one, luckily I didn't have the skill set in a lot of things. I actually was just good at networking, talking to people. So from day one, I already had a team. I had to hire people, um, you know, graphic designers or even an admin assistant because I just was not really good with detail. Um, but when you're starting out, you can outsource on project base or, you know, casually. You don't have to be outsourcing a full, full-time person, but you should always audit and scale your outsourcing right? Don't just stick with, okay, I've outsourced one now. I'm, I'm fine. I know it's like, what else can you do every, um, you know, every month always auditing it to make sure that you're spending your time on high value, high value work. Looking at your guys' clients, what are some things that people really start with um, yeah. outsourcing if you've never done anything like it before? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, when it comes to marketing and social media is such a big world out there and there's so many channels, there's so many um, things you need to do within um, social media. So a lot of our clients do come for social media. And, you know, when you're new, you would want to break it up into smaller parts because you want to kind of get the feel. Outsourcing is like a, you still have to build that muscle. It's being able to delegate. Because like you said in the previous question, it's that control thing. Like, how do I know that person's going to do it? And I do it better. They're all limiting beliefs that's going to keep you down. So if your result that you want is that a business that is going to free you up, and that it doesn't rely on you, then you're going to have to learn to build this muscle. You know, it's like going to the gym. It's like an outsourcing workout here. And so you start to outsource some parts of it. So let's just say as part of your social media, you normally do everything. You might just do the content bit, get them to learn to schedule uh, or, or publish it. And, and you start to just upgrade them into doing more and more tasks for you. And like, for example, my, my assistant, Wendy, who's been with me for eight years or something, she started off as a content writer, but then I went, she was really good. So I said, can you please manage the groups of content writers for me? And then as she became good, I basically keep on moving up in my rank, like as in like, okay, I've been doing this now. How do I offload this? So she starts to take off load, whatever I was doing. And so she's done things from recruitment managing to um, accounts now. So now she's actually the most trusted person um, in my company, knowing all my credit card details and everything, but that takes time of training and time of trust but outsourcing really can help you to build a team that is so solid that just like on someone local, because people think, Oh, how do I trust them? They're so remote, but how can you trust anyone even if they're locally? So it really takes that time investment and training that you can achieve that result. Yeah, totally. And you know, social media is such a big thing. And if people are busy working or they're seeing clients, then you can have someone else actually doing the organic posts at that time. I mean, you can schedule things as well, which is no problem. I always say to our students or clients, well, you can sit down for three or four hours on the Sunday afternoon when you'd rather be with your family. Yes. Schedule out all your posts or you can train someone. You know, training someone also, it really depends on how well you work by yourself and then opening up that space to actually have someone coming in and trusting them and, and showing them all, all the ropes. But it also depends on the company that you work with. Like you guys are amazing at um, really introducing the new VA and finding someone that is really kind of suitable to that personality and also what kind of things need to be outsourced. What is like your, um, what do you call it? Uh, your process of, getting two people together initially, what are some things that people look for in a, let's say, social media VA? 
yeah the process of all yeah of just like hiring someone local we want to make sure that this person you will suit as in um you know their characteristic their personnel it's not just the skill set but the beauty of working with us is you we, you just focus on your business you tell us you know exactly what you want in terms of skill set okay i want this person already experience with Instagram or LinkedIn and maybe no certain software. So we do that job for you of, of trying to just find you those people with the right skill. But when it comes to matching the personality, of course, it's like, to me, I always think it's like dating. Whenever we see a client in love with their VA, it feels like as if they found love, you know? Um, and so when you're looking for a VA, um, well, in, in terms of our process, we actually filter it. So you can, you only have to pick out two or three out of, you know, a lot of candidates. But if you were to look for yourself, then you do the same thing. You would post your job up online. You would filter it through in, um, you know, the different questions that you might ask. Um, and, you know, yeah. And then when you're interviewing, look through them, not just whatever they're saying. It's like, how are they saying it? And maybe use some case scenario questionnaires and get, get them to answer. It's just how, how are they you know, what are the things that they're saying and what are your values? You know, if, you, if our values at OA is about love, we always look for where they're showing love. Are they showing that they're just here because I really need a job, you know, I'm desperate for money and, and um, but I can do all this for you and it sounds all good, you know, whatever they're promising, but how are they delivering it might show that they're a bit, uh, that, you know, they're in it for the money or whatever else. So I think outsourcing it might sound foreign but it's actually the same as if you're recruiting locally is how i would recommend so do take that time to hire properly to really check in whether you will suit them as a as someone that you work with in the long term because skills can always be taught it's the personality it's the attitude that can't be taught and so we make sure that we um you know we screen them multiple times before we pass it to the client so the client can just Kind of go oh yeah i really like her she's you know seems good at the end of the day there's still people so this is where we take that risk for clients where if it doesn't work out we'll find you a replacement like if you hire anyone locally right they could sound all good on the in the interview and they might you know sound like everything's perfect but it's when you're working with them that things could change and sometimes things could change even two years later right everyone's got their own personal life and things could change in, in that circumstance but we that's why we're here to support the client like all right, you need another VA because this, you know, this person, you know, maybe going through some changes and aren't, produce, aren't um, performing right um, as good as they were. Well, let us help you with that, and so that you don't have any downtime in your production. I think that's the biggest difference between what you do and if I was to just go onto things like Fiverr, just looking for someone there, or going onto Upwork or something like that, yeah. getting like a really cheap VA from anywhere. What would you say? Are some of your best success stories that you had by bringing like a client and a VA together? Do you remember like one or two of the most best success stories ever? Well, you are successful. Like Business you know, the love that you have for your VA just warms our heart, you know. And even the fact that you really support our mission and you're the always sponsoring and, and donating to our charity, like you are the best. Like I really, oh my god, I'm feeling even emotional thinking about it. Um, but the other, <laughs> it's just so sweet. Um, cause you, what I love about you is you see beyond just trying to get, you know, a cheaper labor cost from us or, you know, it's just, you really see an impact that you're making to the world. So I'm really grateful for you. Um, the other client that we had, um, who's still with us till this day is, is, um, so he's, when he was recruiting this VA, he really treated her as if he's recruiting someone long-term. So he even got us to do like personality tests and, you know, brought his laptop around to the whole company and really introduced this VA to the company. And we really loved that about him because he treated this outsourcing worker as an employee. 
And over time, he's even invited and brought his VAs over to Australia um, to spend time um, for Christmas. And then I also took advantage of the opportunity to bring that VA over to Sydney so they come to, she'll go to Melbourne, we'll bring her to Sydney, spend time with my family. And so it's kind of like this almost three-way relationship we have where you know ourselves and the client are like families, including this VA. And when we bring the VA over, we're kind of like, I guess just like you know treating them as family, bringing them to different um, places and, and enjoying different things. But even along the way, one of his VA um, went on maternity leave, and this is where he needs our help. Okay, what do I do? I have someone that needs to go on maternity leave. You know, how do I deal with this? And so we try to come up with a plan of you know someone temporary working for him while we transition. Um, you know, the the old VA with the new VA, and just it's when moments like that. See, hiring people online is very easy. You kind of post it up, yet they can do the job. But it's that long term relationship. It's the when things go wrong or different that you have someone there to save you all the headache. Yeah, absolutely. I always wanted to actually go to the Philippines. Um, I, I think I've been with the like it's the third year, I think, or mm. you maybe starting the fourth one. And now COVID, so now no one can travel, but hopefully uh, I'll be able to go over and just see how everything is because sometimes we don't realize, you know, you're talking to someone online and you're just giving them tasks, but there's an actual person and yeah. I just want to have everything a bit more, a bit more personal. Yeah, we're definitely looking into bringing our clients over to um, visit the Philippines because only when you go there do you really like understand and immerse with everything. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I actually want to talk about the other side of the happiness of having a VA. What have you seen that um, has gone wrong and why do you think that was? Um, so, you know, culturally, it's very different too. you know, if you're um, hiring someone from the Philippines, you, you might not understand and think that they, you expect them to be like Australian. But with the VAs in, in the Philippines, it's not just the VA, it's the culture, maybe they're not as proactive, maybe they would rather whatever you tell them, they'll listen. And it's just being able to understand that culture and and you yourself would know how to deal with that. So it's better communication. It's, um, you know, letting them know your expectation and how you work. Because sometimes it's not that the VAs don't work. Because sometimes people try outsourcing. They're like, oh, it doesn't work for me. It's really, it's kind of like, how do you, you have to um, understand how to communicate with your VA. And even apart from culture, it's also how do you delegate online? Because, you know, it's different to delegating some, someone next to you when you can show them exactly what it is. But sometimes clients could go, oh, I just want to type, I wrote this email and told them what to do, but they got it all wrong. But when you look at the email as an essay, long and you know you have to use things like screencast like a loom video to make it easy so things like that could go wrong um and yeah i guess having put that protection with us because there are cases where you know vas in uh, these are the horror stories where they might have things going wrong in their family like maybe there's a flood or typhoon or something and of course they need money. And sometimes you don't know which one is the truth, like whether that is the truth or it might be a little trick you know, from people over there. And so luckily we have a team of Filipino VAs who can really audit the situation and, and, and check it out. Because recently when we saw that there was a big flood um, that happened in the Philippines and there were some cases online that we knew of that were fraud. So basically um, VAs would actually tell their client that, that their, their area got flooded and it was all you know, uh, disaster, but it actually wasn't. Um, and so we've seen cases like that where we know that 
when you're out on your own, this is the kind of things that could happen where you just don't know what's happening in, in over there. I had another friend who contacted me and said, you know, I've got this VA that's been with me for a while and I really care about her now. But the only ch challenge that she keeps asking for some money, you know, to help with her family, this and that becomes almost reliant on this extra thing. When, when do I stop? Because I feel bad not giving it. And so I was able to say, well, look, it comes down to you putting some boundaries and going, well, you know, this work is work. You still got to work and you can't just keep, you know, giving money away. Cause yeah, this is kind of that very, um, yeah, a kind of a gray area where you don't know how to deal with certain things. Mm -hmm. And luckily even for us, we have the Filipino people who are the supervisors and the leaders who really understand their culture, what's going on in the, in the country and, you know, guide us. So as we're guiding our clients, we can guide them really well on our side. And we have the team that are Filipino kind of guiding on the VA side. And at the end of the day, it takes two to make it work, you know, on the VA and the client side. Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest questions I always get asked by our students, specifically now for beauty salons, is how long does it actually take to train a VA and how do you train them? Yeah. So we always have a number that which is three months that we always tell people. Um, just like when you're onboarding any new staff member, I think if you spend more time training them properly, you just have less time of, you know, things going wrong. And so um, having that proper, even the first few weeks where they're really immersing in your company, like what do you do? You know, why do you do things and, and your vision and your goals and meeting everyone and under, reading your process. If you spend more time doing that, then the VA will be more, you know, I guess they understand the big picture more, but if you go hire them and straight away go do this task and that, and that, and then I guess they can do it, but they just don't have the full context to be able to add value to you. Cause then they're just being, do they're busy just doing the task and not the outcome that you need. Um, and yeah. And then being able to check in and train them. So I would say that a good solid three months would be, you know, a, a good time, but you should be able to tell whether they're progressing. At the end of the day, it's about progress. You know, you're hiring someone new, if they're learning and picking up things, they're not making the same mistakes again and again. And if you're also following rules for yourself, like for example, giving them good instructions, asking them um, feedback and touching it, uh, checking in with them. Uh, those are the things that could really impact how they transition into your company. But the best part about working with us is that we kind of help to facilitate that too. We're like checking in with you two, checking with the VA, we give you the onboarding guide, but of course we still want to, you know, check in to see if, you know, both of you guys are communicating that way. Cause sometimes business gets so busy. You're busy with your business so much that you, you want to do the right thing, but you don't have to do, have the right the time. So at least you have someone there to kind of, I guess we're your outsourcing coach to, you know, poke you and go, hey, how's it going with your VA? Um, and try to identify problems before they actually go wrong. Yeah, I just wanted to add one thing about my experience because it is a question that always comes up. It did take me about three to four months to train my full-time VA. But now I always say she's like a mini me without showing her face to everyone yeah. <laughs> all the time. Um, it's like a, a personal assistant, but online. Um, and I really trust her with a lot of things. We also do give her access to the PayPal accounts now so she can refund if there's any refunds or set up like payment plans. So it has really taken a lot of the everyday techie stuff that I hate doing um, out of my entire business, which has been really, really helpful. I'm very... Um, 
right brain, which means I'm very creative. I always come up with, up with new ideas and you are probably the same. Mm -hmm. um, shiny object syndrome, you know, wanting to do too many things at the same time. And what really helped me is to find a VA that was the exact opposite. Someone that could fill in the blanks of being more systemized and really delegate her own tasks to herself and building those systems on her end to know when I send her 10 million voice messages in the one day, because that's how we work. I have an idea, I go blah, 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 blah on Facebook Messenger and she goes, okay. And then she's the one putting it into system yeah. so nothing gets kind of lost. So I think that's just another tip to find someone who is, if you're lacking the systems because you're all, all over the place, find someone that is very good with systems, someone that is calm, someone that even sometimes I have a hot head and I go, no, it shouldn't be done like that. Okay, Miss Julia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just bringing me back down to earth when something yeah. has gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. the beauty with the Filipino VAs is most of them do have that personality of kind of really calm and, you know, follow instructions well and very nice, very sweet, right? Sir, ma'am and yeah, everything else. Great. But why you achieved that result is because you did invest in that time with her. Like now she can just even, you know, read your mind or know what's going on with and whatever you give her, you know that she will pick up straight away. Now, sometimes clients kind of expect that when they first hire, hey, I want someone like Julie Mann's, you know, VA immediately, but hang on, because I've hired local people as well. Now, they also take, take time. To be honest, sometimes it even takes a year for you to actually see the result because people are still trying to understand where they fit, how do they actually add value. But once they do, it's almost like, hallelujah. It's like you kind of peak, you go to the other side where um, you reap all the, re all the rewards. Yeah. And sometimes you try and push the boundaries, you know, you're giving them so and so many tasks, social media posting, answering to emails, doing some payment stuff. And I have tried then to add different things. And then you also realize of what the, your VA is really good at and what is maybe not their zone of genius. And then you have to pull back again. Like you can try and offload more, but if it doesn't work, just take it back and maybe find someone else. Who yeah, right in that area. Exactly. And sometimes another myth is they think an outsourcing VA is like a superwoman or something. All right, I want to outsource all of this. And can I, can you find me this person? Well, this person is like anyone that you would hire here. Like I said, like you said, it's like there are certain strengths and weaknesses. And there's also limited time that they can do as well. So it's always about optimizing your, your task list, getting them to do, but also optimizing them. And then eventually even getting an assistant for your VA so that, that you can continue to go up in your level and they go up as well. But you always have someone that you can trust and rely on. Yeah. I love that. Um, I want to talk just very quickly about the types of VAs that you guys are actually um, helping other clients with that you have. So you have like two different, I guess, categories. Yeah. So we, yeah. So the umbrella is kind of admin and marketing, but we do kind of have like three different types of, I guess, levels of advancement. So the first level is like the executive assistant. So you're talking about someone that can help with your backend, maybe liaising with customers, admin assistant, entering data in CRM. It's the things that I guess more low, you can learn fast. You don't need that much of a technical skill. Um, but then when it comes to the advanced, so the people that you're like, I want them to already experience with LinkedIn marketing or Instagram and they, you know, have user experience in maybe uh, even using Canva and just, it's not something they just learn today, right? They don't just pick it up straight away. So it's called the advanced marketing. And then the, the third option, which is more technical specialist skills. So these are like, you know, 
people with more techie web development skill set or you know photoshop development a uh, photoshop design um or advanced video editing skills so just the more advanced they are but overall it is still in the marketing um kind of arena yeah and this is um something that i tried to actually train my va as well so she started with basic i think she started like in the first level basic admin things and then i trained her myself because i didn't have money then to have two vas straight away yep. i trained her then to go into more the second level um and she's even done some little bits and pieces of third level as well so it doesn't mean if you need a video editor in maybe six months time because your business is starting to grow you can even if you have all that knowledge yourself because i have a lot of knowledge of techie stuff apart from the html coding um, yeah. i still have someone else to help me with that but you can train your va yeah. as well if you have that time but if you need someone like right away of course i recommend you get in contact with lynn and art sourcing angel because um they already have vas like that and what i really loved about it and i hear this question all the time what is the difference about going through an agency isn't that more expensive wouldn't you just go to like upwork and find a five dollar va well, you already have everyone pre-screened and you have all of that um, connection as well. If things go wrong and you can help and fix it and you have trusted VAs already. And for me, like I was really scared to hand off my business to just someone that I've spoken to two or three times. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that I trust you and you have the connections and you know you make things right if they go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like I mentioned all those horror stories before. Hopefully it didn't scare everybody, but it, that's the reality of life, right? You're dealing yeah. with people out there. But the other thing um, is that we actually create the community for the VA. So imagine these VAs are really just mums and dads working from home. And if they just have that one particular client too, they will be kind of lonely just, you know, in their own little laptop but we created a i guess an online community where they've got the other colleagues work colleagues that they can talk to and we try to do some fun activities you know every time that they do well for the clients they get points they can convert it into um, prizes and so we want to make sure that not just the clients happy because if the vas aren't happy then the VAs aren't going to perform well for the client. And some, I know with small business owners, we're so busy that almost, you know, we have the best intention to care for our VAs, but maybe we just don't have time to give all that fun activity things. And so we just try to do that as well. And then we provide healthcare. We do everything that we can to keep them um, together with us uh, because it's beneficial for the client. You know, we don't want clients training up their VAs and then the VAs, you know, not having that motivation to work. And so it's as important to keep both parties happy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we've pretty much covered everything that I wanted to cover. Is there something that you would want to ask if you were in my position and you were interviewing yourself? <laughs> yeah. So the other thing I want to share is um, we're actually getting into the training um, I guess space. So we're launching an Instagram course. So it's a full comprehensive course. Now as a client, you actually get that for free. So as we start to create these courses, um, we just want it to be available for our clients because we want them to, if you have the best VA, um, but if you have the right, you know, strategy and the system to do certain tasks, then it will just be, I guess, more magic. So um, as a client of OA, not only will you have a VA, you'll have any of the systems and um, courses that we're launching out. Um, but of course, those are the courses that actually, you know, we, we charge at a retail rate for people that wanting to learn. Um, but yeah, so I guess uh, the benefit that 
you get uh, when you work with us is more than just the VA. It's the training and, you know, access to myself and our ops manager and, and our marketing manager who, you know, have worked many years in the corporate world and being, bringing their expertise into our business. And so we want people to see that, no, you're not just hiring a VA from us. You're kind of hiring a team who cares about your success. What are the courses? Uh, so we launched an Instagram one now. And the next one that it's about to launch is a VA grow system. So what it is, is a more comprehensive step-by-step um, -step guide on how to hire your VA, how to manage your VA. So yes, it, you know, even if you are our, our client, you don't need the hiring part, but there's still a lot of it in there that might um, still help you in terms of like the everyday management of the VA. Um, because sometimes the client might be quick to getting a VA and ready to go, but they haven't actually shifted their mindset around outsourcing oh, and then, right. And then they might get kind of, you know, they hit a hurdle and they, they think that, you know, I can't deal with this. But some of, one of the lessons we've taught in there is um, Rory Vaden's um, um, 30 times rule. So the, the rule is this, if something takes you about five minutes, it will take you 30 times that to train someone new, which is 150 minutes. Now, most people will go, well, it's only going to take me five minutes, so I might as well do that. Why should I take, waste 150 minutes? However, if you had five minutes times, let's say, every single day in the year that you have to do this five-minute task, that actually equals to thousands of minutes, right? And so it's being able to understand that the, the investment you do now is actually a bigger return on time investment that you're going to get. So this course will go more depth so that when clients come on board, they're not only getting, you know, working with a VA that can help them immediately, but also train themselves and the mindset around you know, staffing and resources and delegation so that they could, yeah, hold on to their team. Because like we said in earlier, the power is in the retain, re retention of these staff members, right? Um, this is when you're going to get all the benefits. It's not at the, be the beginning, it's the later when that you can count on them to do anything for you. Yeah, you want to be at that stage where you go, please never leave me yes. <laughs> without you. Yes. Yeah, I think that all the time. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Lynn, for being here on the Lash Tribe Show. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited that I started working with your agency years ago and it's been such a blessing. And um, yeah, I'll continue to grow and hopefully get more and more VA. Thank you so much, Julia. Yeah, I'll, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Like you're the biggest support of our business as well as the charity. If anyone gets a chance to work with you, they're very lucky because you're the most generous soul and just full of heart. And so I'm blessed to be in your life as well. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone for watching and listening. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.